so listen, man. I, I never tell cute stories about Dolores, but can I tell one quickly? Is this okay? I mean, I'm I, not going to stop you, Christian. <laughs> shut the fuck up, all right? You're stopping me. You're interrupting <laughs> me, and I'm tired of it. Um, so this is a cute Dolores story, which is we're playing that stupid heads-up game, which is, you know what heads-up is, right? Like, it's a... The Are you talking thing. about, like, headbands? Where, where you sure. put a, like, hey, cat, and then you have to be like, what am I? Am I, like, an animal? Absolutely. Legs? Am I a piece of shit to everybody? Oh, I'm a cat. Okay, I'm a cat. Whoa, something happened. Oh, we've talked about the cat story here, we've right? We've talked about cats. You're like, can we not sore. rehash this? <laughs> the wound is still very fresh. Um, yeah, man. So fucking Dolores, right? We're, we're playing Heads Up, and uh, it's movies. It's like blockbuster movies or whatever. And, nice. Right, which, well, it's not all blockbusters. That's where it gets weird. But the, it's just movies in general. They should rename the fucking, you know, the, 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 the category, if you will. Right. Yeah. So um, we get to a part in the fucking story where Old Yeller is the movie, and I'm like, okay, it's a really, it's a classic, you know, fucking uh, golden retriever, and they have to kill it at the end, and she yells out, "Air Bud." That's <laughs> that's what she thought, <laughs> like confidently, like Air Bud, like I know this one. She had so much confidence that for she a like, moment, I was yeah. shook. I was like, yeah, wait, no. And I knew what the fucking movie was. Like, like your your brain was reformatting itself to create memories of Airbud where they put down Airbud at the end. That's what happened, man. Because there's like that sad clown character, right? Who's right. like, it's clear blue or whatever his fucking Yeah, movie. yeah. And, and then the kid's like, come on, Airbud. Come on, Airbud. And then the guy's <laughs> like, hey, come here, buddy. Hey, I'm a good owner. I'm not totally abusive. That guy the was like, I'm a dog. This is overwhelming. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with whoever dog. smells like bacon the most. Give, give the dog some credit. He mastered the complex schemes of the two, three man zone in basketball. So if you can master that defensive scheme, I think he can know the difference between a abusive uh, clown and a, and a nice kid. You know, I would, you know, I would only hope. That kid, that actor, the clown actor. I feel like kid. you're trying to like low key educate me about sports. Like every time we talk now, and it's you know it's obvious you're not tricking me. I get it. Uh, I'm sorry. Is it that obvious, man? I, I haven't, I haven't got to the hard stuff. It's all like basketball, football, shit. It's not. You know, I haven't been like, hey, let's. Oh, fucking you, you haven't gotten into the deep cut sports like. Yeah, like when what? I start talking to you about like the four four two lineup, water polo. Well, water polo. Come on, I'm brown man. Well, not- when I when I'm at work, it's like uh, like eleven at night or whatever that I'm in the break room and ESPN is always on and it gets into some weird shit sometimes. Yeah, it does. Like uh-huh. there's like uh, freaking dodgeball, but they're on trampolines. You know that's well, that was slam ball. Like whole- yeah, that was like in oh, 2001 well, or something. No, no, no. Yeah, but what well, I'm saying is it still around because it was a it's thing. Still that was a like- thing. It's oh shit! There's okay. also professional cornhole lately has been a thing well, that's yeah. been on. Yeah, like, um, you know, bowling, like all the off-brand sports that no one gives a shit about, are like did you just they're put in bowling? season right now. Bowling? Yeah, I put bowling because bowling's a bullshit sport. Oh it's man, it's a bullshit sport. Kingpin. You don't think that more, it's a more comedies bit- have been made about bowling than they have about any other sport, probably. Two More good ones. More two good ones. Like two total. More like, good ones. What's the third one? You know, like where you, you, the scientific method, you need three fucking examples. You got Kingpin, Big Lebowski, and what do you got? Nothing. 
Is there a third one? Alley Cat Strikes, the Disney Channel original? Yeah. Alley Cat Strikes, the Disney Channel original film. <laughs> You've never heard of that before, have you? Yes, yeah, like, I have. I've seen it. The guy from uh, LA Confidential was the dad in it, and he's real sad. Which guy from LA Confidential? Uh, the guy who's on um, that fake cop show that Jack works on, where he's like, just the facts. Uh, okay. All right. He's the dad. Man, it's a bit role. So he was blowing up that year. He had fucking Alley Cat Strikes, LA <laughs> Confidential. Like It was a big year yep. for that guy. Oh man, I, I don't know. I, to bring it all back, I guess the reason I brought that story up was for a moment I felt really sad that Dolores had seen a version in her life where Airbud gets shot with a shotgun at the end of the movie. Like that just right. fucked with my entire fucking uh, concepts, man. Well, I feel like there was a, a period in in literature where uh, the dog would die at the end, right? Like Old Yeller, where the red, where the red, red, red fern grows. grows, isn't that this founder? They, they die. Um, does Lassie die or is Lassie good? Lassie no, Lassie's, is, right? this is why, like, Lassie is like, all right, listen, I've, can I, make, can, I go, can I go somewhere weird with you for a second? I've said that Puerto Ricans are hated by all other Spanish people because we're the only other Spanish people that are, like, identified, like, we get our identity, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Guatemalans and Venezuelans and fucking Colombians, like, two racist assholes, they're all Mexicans, and that fucking bothers them, okay? They're res- the most resent. we are the most resented Spanish race out there, okay? And and Lassie is the most resented fucking dog, because every other motherfucker gets put down or dies honorably, right? Benji go- goes all full Benji and shit. Uh, but Lassie always survives, man. Like the goddamn cockroach yeah. that she is. Disgust. Lassie always lives to fight another day, be a dog. Um, Do you think that she's putting the kid down the well, considering how many times that happens? Uh, wait, Lassie? Yeah, like at some point she's got to be in on it, bro. It's an inside job, you know? Wait, was that Lassie's thing, putting the Timmy down the well? Was that Lassie well, or was that she was Yeller? She, no, I don't know. Old Yeller was just hanging out. Didn't he fight like... <laughs> A coon or something. I don't know what old Yeller was doing. Fighting coons. Listen, I mean, um, my, Jeff, my, my stepdad, was such an asshole, much respect to you, uh, that, that he used to play the end of that all the time. Yeah. Just, just, just to, like, fucking break my heart. Just to make me cry, you know? This podcast, again, is becoming a therapy thing with you, where you talk about how Jeff would show you something scary or something sad and only the sad or scary part and just fucking, like, blindside you with it. Oh, what do you mean? Like the con- unique context? He's like, hey, he was making you a man, Torres. Like, what do you what do you mean? Like the what eyelid thing, mean? Crypt Keeper. I mean, the old yeller. I mean, there's a lot of emotional terrorism. There's a, going there's, on. A, there's there is a pattern of emotional terrorism happening with old Jeff here um, that I think needs to be addressed, man. What, where where do you think that was coming from? Mm, I don't know. I just don't think he liked me very much. If I'm being honest. <laughs> Like, I so mean, this wasn't like a playful, like, uh, you know, no. put some hair on your chest, kid. <laughs> yeah, sometimes like, uh, the simplest answer and the, and the right answer are the same, the same thing, man. You know, like, I think that I could this dissect goddamn this. Damn kid. I didn't like me very much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's my, what's my, sad. what's my emotional 9 11? I mean, it's not, you know, like, I, I also. Mine is 9 11. <laughs> Okay, because you're a normal human being. You're like, yeah, with the towers. <laughs> but for me, it was the first time Crypt, Crypt Keeper came on in my fucking bedroom, right? Like, that's some horrific shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, I was scared of Crypt Keeper as a kid, but then I got older and I came to, to love yeah. it. I mean, we've talked about it so many he's times. A he's like, a queen. But he's, we should give him an honorable a fabulous, man. Fabulous, a fabulous corpsey queen. 
uh, yeah. that we all need to recognize. Um, I don't know, man. Crypty, what are you going to I mean, do? that's I'm probably... Glad, like, I'm glad you've come to terms with it. I hope this I, has been a healing process for you watching Tales from the Crypt. Uh, to our audience, just so you know, um, Christian and I have been periodically watching more and more Tales from the Crypt episodes. We've watched, mm-hmm. what, like 10 episodes at this point together? Maybe? Yeah. Yep. Maybe more. Maybe um, more. Which, you know, is a lot of Tales from the Crypt to, to watch. I feel like that's a good sample size for um, what's out there because there's a lot of not good episodes of that show. Do you think our problem is that this podcast is very quickly becoming the like the adventures of my therapy session and then like us talking about a 27-year-old property? <laughs> like how old is Tales from the Crypt now? It's got to be close to 30, man. <laughs> like if not- it, it's it's getting on in years, but I mean, I don't see it as a problem. I see it as an asset, my friend. And you know what right. we haven't talked about, which is weird, is face off. We we have not gone back to that well. Okay, we're going to. Because here's the thing. You know what's funny? Can we also say this? That every time we go to the face-off well, we're like, we can never go back. That was terrible. It wasn't good. It wasn't funny. And every time we listen to it, maybe it's just because we know how fucking ridiculous this movie is to begin with. But fuck, man. I love them. All right, let's do it next week. So this is 22. So 23, we will have uh, face-off part five. We've done five of these. Are we at 22 or are we 23 already? No, this is 22 now. Right, because we did drunk cast for twenty one, yeah, and so the next one will be twenty three. Oh, okay, yeah, and that's how counting works, Max. <laughs> because the count we have some your- nebulous amount of episodes that I don't understand how they got there, but you know, you're you're the gatekeeper, you know, you're the page master. That's the name of the next episode. Are. Actually, is Max McCarty gatekeeper of shame. So look forward oh, to that man. when this that Bring, comes out. That old chestnut back. <laughs> um, all right, man. So check this out. I want to I switch gears for a second because I realized that I live a sad life even though I was talking about Dolores and she's my fiance and I have three puppies. Facebook does like, hey, this is your July memories, right? Mm-hmm. And my July memories, I'm going to show it to you, but then I'm also going to uh, like, you know, describe it to the podcasting audience because it is worth mentioning. Okay, so you know where people have like family and stuff like that? You know, they're like, oh, I took this. I went to a park with my family and and shit like you're that. asking me if i know how people have families yeah so it's some, some <laughs> fine art the crypty the bitch from the staircase a robot and then someone eating donald trump's ass that is my july okay like no pictures like i don't have any family members or loved ones it's just a bunch of dank memes but th- i'll tell you hey, why man. i thought of that okay because check this shit mm-hmm. out that woman from the staircase which i know you haven't seen but there is when you watch the staircase okay it's a true crime thing it's really fucking good um, yeah, they, one of the prosecutors, right? Cause it takes place in the South. It's in like North Carolina is the weirdest Southern belle you have ever met. Like she seems like she should be in gone with the wind, but she is here for some reason. Okay. Um, is and I'm telling like you weirder than like, is she like sharp objects, weird Southern belle, like that level? Yeah, dude, she's Patricia Clarkson. Like that's honestly what it is. Wow. She, she's almost wow. on that level, a little bit younger than, than Patricia Clarkson is in sharp objects. Hopefully less terrifying. No, pretty terrifying. Like it, no? it, it's weird. It's just so weird because she's either really brilliant or very dumb, and you don't understand how she became. Yeah. Well, I, I was watching the trailer for this show, and like the the premise for it, if I understand correctly, is like mm-hmm. you see this guy, and it presents it as, oh no, my wife fell down the stairs, and now she's dead, and then it becomes a question of, wait a minute, did this guy do it? Did they fabricate evidence? <laughs> was it rigged from the start against him or is he just a fucking psychopath who's been covering it up and has a history of doing this stuff? 
It's like a big old game of did he or didn't he? Yeah, basically. Is but that the, basically what it is? Yeah, but it's great because the filmmaker has no desire to answer that question. He doesn't right. care. He's just there, and I, right. and I love that. But <clears throat> I wanted to bring this up because uh, that woman, who if you saw the trailer, you saw her. She's in it for a second, talking in a very Southern drawl. And mm-hmm. she just makes these crazy fucking facial expressions and shit like that. She died this month, dude. And I was just I thinking, and it's under mysterious circumstances. And for a minute, I was like, dude, if they do like a quick intercept. Did, did well, no, she fall no. down the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> no, sadly, that's not what happened. See, I, I'm, ego, I'm an egotist. So immediately it became about me. And I'm like, if they do a cursory like internet search, who has been talking about this bitch recently? And it's just me yeah. putting a picture up. Like I'm the <laughs> suspect number one, bro. <laughs> like, and I've seen what the you know legal system does to a rich white man, let alone a, you know, a poor brown yeah. dude like i'm fucked yeah and honestly man like if the cops came to me and they were like can you like you know lend an alibi to christian i'd be like no i don't know what that dude does for most of the week (laughs) he does real estate and walks around philly and eats various foods that's all i know that's all i know about what you do with your time so man better better lawyer up so i can never i can never be like i was doing a podcast with max (laughs) i mean they're just gonna call they're gonna corroborate (laughs) the story and you will not have my back good to know good to know you're kind of well, a turncoat, bro. A little bit of a turncoat. You know what? I believe in honesty, Christian. You know, uh, <laughs> I believe in honesty. Uh, um, all right. Let me tell you one other thing. Two other things, maybe. I don't know. How, Let's talk how about dare that. you. All right. Well, okay, because two things happened that were a big deal. I, re- I started reading my first book in a long time. And then the other thing was my high school reunion. So let's RL Stein. Where do you where, where do you want to go here? Uh, let's talk about high school reunions. Um, I just want to say real quick that in the age of Facebook, uh, what's the goddamn point? You know, you keep in yeah. touch with the people you want to keep in touch with, and the other people, it's like I don't really want to see Christy from you know uh, algebra. You know, see what she's doing with her life. Oh, you're a paralegal now. Good for you. You ask Christy a real person? Is she a real no, person? Maybe, okay. maybe she is. I probably went to school to Christy <laughs> and she was probably yeah. in my algebra class. Like, you know, law of averages, uh, 2008. Um, that was a big year for the name Christy for 18 year old people. Uh, so dude, for 1990, I, I, <laughs> I digress. I can do math. All right, guy, don't, don't come at me. You're coming at me hard here. It's weird. It was just a weird, like construct of that. Sometimes sentence. my brain works backwards in the backwards direction where I need it to go. But the point is, mm-hmm. uh, all the people I'd want to talk to, um, I'm talking to, and my friend Sony, he he added me to this group of like, hey guys, our tenth year reunion is coming up. Uh, let's all get together and plan something. Let's rent out a space. That'll be real cool. And my friend Sony added me to that group, and I it was like immediately just took myself out of it just immediately because <laughs> I was just it was just filled with all the people I either didn't want to talk to or don't remember and mm-hmm. then Sony who is is a you know he's an angel you know he's, he's a memorable great guy too. Yeah. he's very memorable but um yeah I have no desire to do the reunion thing man Okay, well, let me let me play devil's advocate. First, first and foremost, I did not attend my reunion, so like uh, that doesn't matter. But uh, you don't think there's any part of it that is like there is a tradition to it? Do you think the high schools were like a, a nicer place twenty years ago or thirty years ago? Like our like our parents' generation, right? They're going on yeah. their like 
20s and 30s and 40 year uh, 40 reunions or whatever and i'm like you don't think that's something nice for them or do you think it's the same thing like facebook has basically made an entire tradition irrelevant yeah i i think it's relevant i think some traditions need to die like we're trending towards globalism. I'm sorry, I just burped, but that's how I feel about globalism. Um, nice. You know, like uh, the world is more interconnected. We scatter to the wind more. Um, jobs take us here, there, everywhere. All of our friends are living in different states, um, it seems like, or at least all of my friends are. Um, so just the idea of all getting together to do what? Like for what purpose, to what end? I, I think that it, it makes sense if it's like, everybody's from the same small town mm-hmm. and it was a close knit community and you know, Vietnam was happening over here, but the beach boys were rocking out on the radio yeah, and like, yeah. we were all going to the fucking local diner and Paint the you know, picture, making bro. out, macking on some honeys or whatever. Going, and, and then, you know, you get in a drunk driving accident when you're 17 and it fucks up your legs. So you can't play football anymore. And then you go Wait, get a job. But- <laughs> remember the Titans or like, that's the plot of remember the Titans. <laughs> You had me going. I was so And then, and then you, 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 you get a job as an office clerk or something. You settle down with a family. You become an alcoholic. You get divorced at 40. And then you go to your reunion and you find out everyone is doing better than you are. Mm. See, that's what they used to do. But now we have <laughs> Facebook. So uh, fuck it. I don't want to make that trip. Well, see, that's the, that's the, you're right. Instead of, instead of like building up this thing. And the reason I wanted to bring the whole reunion thing up is that like, I think 35 people went total. So it was kind of a failure and I feel bad because a lot of those people did put a lot of effort into it, but I also feel bad for them because they made it their lives. Like they were waiting their whole, like since graduating, since walking across that stage, like I'm going to show y'all in 10 years. And that's deeply sad to me. Oh, it's profoundly fucking sad, dude. And my point is this, that like Facebook allows you to endure that pain a little bit every single day. You get to see that your friends have moved to this state or doing great in their profession. Mm -hmm. And you see it daily and it's doled out and and in little doses, as opposed to like people who, you know, there was no contact, there was no concept or, or, you know, context for what people's lives were doing. And then when you showed up at the reunion, they were all there. And you know what I mean? It was like the confirmation or the fucking just... The crushing defeat like, of life. Oh yeah, that guy that bullied me, he's a fucking janitor now. And I make slightly more money than him. <laughs> <laughs> he makes twenty five thousand. I make twenty seven five. And he's real happy. Take about that, it. Jimmy. <laughs> Looks like life beat you up in the end. Stuffed you in a locker. Well, it's a sad thing. And and you know, they're already saying there won't be a a twentieth. Which I'm like, all right, probably. Like the 20th makes more sense to me than the 10th, right. you know? Because like that's more least, change. Yeah, like in theory, yeah. like you're still the same assholes you were when you were 18. Like a lot of people are stuck in Arrested Development and those largely yeah. the people who went. Like I'm not talking shit about everyone who went, but the, the bunch of people that did go were people that I was like, yeah, I see them like on Facebook now and they're just yeah. like doing the same shit they were doing when they were 19 and 20. Yeah, like I, I can't tell you how many people like are just constantly changing their degrees or like going back to school or they haven't figured shit out yet or like they're just starting on the career path they want to start on or just starting family. So it's like things aren't really changing that much. They're starting to or they're in transition, but it's not like 20 years from now when it's like, yeah, you've made your choices. You're that much closer to death's door. Let's see how you're doing. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole thing. So like 40 people ended up going to the one uh, in Tampa. And that was weird because they posted like a big picture. And then inevitably I was just like, 
a couple of these people are going to fuck tonight. All right. Just law of averages. Like that's what, that's what 10 year reunions oh, yeah. are about. Everyone's mm-hmm. going, everyone's drinking. And I was looking and I'm like, okay, she's a really good person. God, I hope she doesn't fuck this chode. Right. Like I kept looking <laughs> at the pictures. And so, you know, I hope there are some near misses, but it's, <laughs> is that weird? Is that a weird thing? Just the, the word chode. It, it always makes me laugh. <laughs> um, but no, I, I get you, man. Like, at the same point at the same time though like you didn't care enough to go there and do damage control to prevent all the chodes from you know fucking all the nice girls yeah well it's sad because like a lot of the nice girls are like women who you know got fucking pregnant really early out of high school by some piece of shit you know and like they are genuinely nice kind people but they've never been able to like go to college or live life because they babies ruin your life hey psa don't have children don't don't have children don't have children it's a mistake. I kind of, you know, feel that way personally. You want to just go hand in hand into the extinction? I just think that we need to cut down a little bit. I'm not saying full children a minute. And I think mm-hmm. I've talked about this before. I'm just saying like every like one in like 20 people have a kid, not one in three or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know how Don't you think we're trending have. towards that? Like I read something that was like France isn't populating. It's not reproducing enough. I, I have heard that like birth re, uh, birth rates are on the decline, and I'm like, yeah, maybe too little, too late though, because like, where's all the food gonna Listen, go? Listen, like, extinction we gonna event's coming. We're gonna get an X Files type extinction event, and everything will be fucking fine. You know, that's um, an interesting. Uh, take on extinction events everything will be no I mean, it'll be fine like everything will well again like i don't want to sound like two 28 days later here there's, the, there's that scene where the guy's like if you think about it fucking humans have only been here for a blink of an eye right <laughs> he's real mm-hmm. fucking cockney or whatever <laughs> it's like, so when we're gone it'd be like it's back to normal uh and that's the truth man it's just like we're fucking up like all right let, let me talk about like, get off high school reunions i mean maybe we'll go back to it in a second but so I started reading that book, Sapiens, and I know we've talked a little bit about this in a previous episode because I was blown away by the concept of like, like there were mul- multiple humans, right? <laughs> it wasn't just the yeah. one, it was a bunch yeah, of them. Yeah, those, those opening chapters are a real mindfuck, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm five chapters in and I'm just completely, like I'm both blown away, way more depressed than I've ever been depressed <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, and, and like horrified of what the prehistoric war was also unrelated, but sort of related. I want $250 million to make that movie <laughs> to make like <laughs> fucking the war of the Neanderthals and Homo erectus and fucking the sapiens and the sapiens were little, but they had bigger fucking minds, not even bigger minds. Just think would it be like great. a Rashomon type of thing where you're telling oh, yeah. it from multiple perspectives and perspective. stuff. Yeah, it's a 50 hour film. It's going to be, but no dead. one is talking in any language we can understand. Yeah, no, but that's the, I do, but like a part of me wants to do that so bad. Like not even as yeah. a joke, like just yeah. to break the fucking storytelling down to visual storytelling, man. That would be fucking Ugh. wicked gnar, bro. But we would need $250 million and I'll tell you why. Because you read the fucking book, bro. Like yeah. when we got to Australia, like they said that like humans, right? And I'm talking about humans as, as like the cavemen and all that, like super far back, like whatever we can mm-hmm. identify as. When we got to Australia, that was as big as like getting to the fucking moon. Like it was as big yeah. a snap. It's a big deal. Oh man, like you don't fucking realize it. And then you start hearing this and you're just like, God damn it. What 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 it's done for me is made me feel like 
like we're fucked, you know what I mean? Regardless, because we, we conquered Australia and back when they conquered Australia, bro, there were giant kangaroos and like fucking like giant winged animals. It, yeah. Basically like every one of God's mistakes is just shoved onto that one continent. Bro, they said that there was a bird that was twice as big as an ostrich just fucking around, man. Like, just fuck. Is that enough fuck yeah. with your concepts, dude? Everything yeah. was big. In North America, we had giant lions. North American lions, dude. Like, that's one of those fucking mindfuck things, right? right. Um, but you start to realize that, like, okay, we, uh, we are fucked because the one good thing about us, right? Like, we survived. So, mm-hmm. at one point, there was four or five different species of humans, right? Like, subspecies. Right. Or and so we survived. And you find out that we were not stronger. That was the Neanderthals, right? right. We, didn't, we didn't really make tools. I mean, we, we, we improved upon them, but we didn't create them, right? The mm-hmm. one thing we were good at was just lying. Like yeah. the ability to lie creatively and to get you to be like, give me your banana monkey, right? There's an example where he's like, because <laughs> right. you can have infinite bananas in monkey heaven. It's like, <laughs> we were the first fuckers to do that. And that is our right. contribution into evolution. And that's horrible, bro. Like, that makes it's, me so profoundly sad, man. Like, well, yeah, I mean, just the fact that we were able to catapult ourselves above all the other subspecies of human or sapien or whatever um, by lying or by being dishonest. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's not, you know, it's not a great look, but it's, it's all we got. When you read this, did you feel, this is, this is kind of how I felt. I immediately felt my place back in the animal kingdom, as opposed to like, we constantly feel that we're separate from animals, right? Like yeah. the animal kingdom is that we are people and God made this or whatever, you know? Yeah. But, but back when we were mucking around in the dirt, you know? Yeah. I mean, I want to point out, there's nothing about human superiority. We were fucking around for like 50,000 years and still being picked off by predators and shit like that. Like, <laughs> right? It took a we, we long still, time. <laughs> like even as, as recently as like the fucking 1800s, we had to worry about wolves and stuff, you know? Like that was a concern. That was a concern <laughs> on the level that like illegal immigration is now. You're probably yeah, but what, what are you going to do about the wolves? Like we had single issue <laughs> voters that were only concerned about the wolves. You got to build a wolf wall. You know, there was a <laughs> lot of fucking drum banging to the drum on that thing. Of course there were some yeah. hippies. They were like, wolves are people too. They're like, no, they're not. <laughs> like, hey, wolves have babies just like you or me, man. Smoke some tobacco with me. Chill out. I bet that wolves were more recent than you think. I mean, think about like Appalachia or like middle fucking America in the 20s mm-hmm. or some shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the 20s were a better time, bro. You want to talk about subspecies of humans, Appalachia, am I right? <laughs> wow. That's rough. I'm not going to high five that. I love Appalachia. It's a beautiful place. I'm t- yeah. For Appalachian have you met, listeners, have you I want met to know. The, the awful people there, some of them. Yeah, no, I know a bunch of them suck. But that's people. Like I live, you know, I live in Philly and New York, and they both suck there too. Nothing changes. Oh man, sorry. Like, this, this is this is my point about sapiens. Hopefully, there's a chapter later that's just like you're all gonna be assholes forever. Like that is that is. I think there is a, t- a chapter that is titled that you're all gonna be assholes forever. So stop worrying about it. Um, I mean, I mean, legit, dude. It's one of those things where you just realize that look, everything that makes you react a certain way and shit like that, it's it's prescriptive. It's like this mm-hmm. is how you. It's a it's a pull and levy, right? This yeah. happens and this happens, and you are conditioned to do that. And that's just that's really fucking weird. And then it makes you start to think like, okay, since we're animals, right? And then there's like people that show abnormal behavior, right? Like we've talked about serial killers before and shit like that. But what makes them like less human, or is that in fact well, more 
human, you know? Uh, weird- yeah, I was, I was just about to say, um, doesn't it kind of fuck with the very notion of morality in general? Like that's ob- that's a human construct and that's something mm-hmm. that was born out of years and years of like becoming more and more civilized. We have time to develop things like morality and philosophy and like ponder the meaning of existence and everything, things you don't have time to do when you're being, say, chased by wolves. Um, yeah. <laughs> Listen, if anything gets across during this podcast, the wolves are the real enemy, okay? <laughs> we separate them at the fucking border and build the wolf wall. That's all I'm, I'm saying. Gonna, I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to get into politics. I'm going to be very, I'm going to come out strong against wolves, you know? Because, like, that's what politicians do now. They create fear where there was none previously, and they yeah. just fill up that vacuum with some fear about something. I'm going to make it about wolves. And a fucking sapien's just trying to have a good time at his fucking sapien <laughs> high school reunion. And what happens? Fucking wolves come running rampant, <laughs> ruining the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> like, you know, a couple of those sapiens were going to get drunk and fuck. You know that was going to happen, but no, not anymore. So running for I actually, I think this would be a great movie, like a, a high school reunion in the age of Facebook, like a, a year 20 year high school reunion. And somehow, like, some, like, you know, intrepid you know, person is like actually like organizing it and like guilting people into coming. And he gets like a lot of people up in there. But then what happens? The entire building gets surrounded by wolves. You got wolves in the air ducts. You got wolves outside. You got wolves lighting the fucking building on fire, you know, like putting gas hoses in there, trying to gas them out. Are they super intelligent wolves? Are they? They're no, they're regular wolves. Like, there's oh. no indication that they're really smart, other than the fact that they are like using tools and stuff. They're still barking and howling like wolves, but they're not like driving cars and talking on the phone. Yeah. Okay. But they're just they finding like- creative ways to murder um, 38 year olds. I know, but are they like so? They're like putting gasoline. They like putting fucking like a board on the door and like using hammer and nails. Like, how far does the tool? Uh, you know ability go some of it we don't show so that's okay. left up to your to your imagination setting up the sequel where we could do the yeah. pre okay i like it all right now you find out that it was one of the people who didn't want to go to the reunion who fucking made this whole thing happen to begin with and you know it's, oh it's like the wolves up. like that's the yeah. twist like he, yeah. he contacted the wolves and he was like i don't all these people are more successful than me i i don't want to live with the idea that you mm-hmm. know john uh did better uh, in life. Yeah. So can you well, take care a, of this? And he, he, he like slide, he like slides a, a small, like pitiful stack of bills over to the wolf and like a piece of raw meat. And the wolf just like a little wolf paw takes it. <laughs> and goes. I think he like flips it behind his shoulder, looks at his wolf friends and then kind of <laughs> chuckles and then his smash cuts back. And then, you. Like, and then, like the the very last scene is just the guy like after like the wolf massacre has happened, he's just drinking alone in his sad apartment, and he like takes a shotgun. Oh man, he doesn't even go after the wolves. He doesn't even no. like. <laughs> this is a downer movie. It's about a lonely guy. Hey, you know we're we're a downer species. <laughs> and then he kills himself. I mean, it's a three act gold. I mean, for sure, that's like you know narratively, that's the hero's journey, I guess, but. It's a bad journey. Well, okay, maybe like maybe like the main character or something makes it out alive or whatever. Like the the most likable, like you know, captain of the football team or whatever, became a stockbroker, loves his wife, has several children, oh, yeah. is very yeah. successful. And then he like calls him up, it's like, "Hey, bro, missed you at the reunion. Pretty crazy. We got attacked by wolves and all. Anyway, I made it out. Most of our friends died, but uh, sorry you weren't there, bro." Uh, hope you're having a good time being a janitor and all. Talk to you later. Peace. 
and the guy just. Oh man, I was gonna say, could it end with the slow like a like God he f- becomes best friends with all the wolves? He's so popular <laughs> that he convinces the wolves to like him. And he's just like the the last scene is him getting drunk with wolves, and he's like pouring whiskey into some dog bowls and stuff, and they're all so like the film is no like longer time after time. The film is no longer about the other guy. It's now about <laughs> this new fucking character. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a fake out. You think it's going to be yeah. about this loner psycho, you know, and then it becomes That's... about like the hero of the movie is like the most likable douche protagonist yeah. you could possibly Stock, have. Stockbroker Chad, we'll call him. <laughs> Stockbroker Chad. <laughs> yeah, Stockbroker Chad. <laughs> Cut uh, and print. Yeah, again, why don't we write Hollywood? All of it. <laughs> why don't we write Hollywood? <laughs> we should be writing Hollywood. That's my official statement. Uh, and I'm going to strike until we're writing all of Hollywood. Uh, I'm not against it. <laughs> I'm glad. I mean, it puts us both in work. We're both working, all right? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm down. Would you – here's the question. Mm-hmm. If 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 uh, Paramount Pictures or something came up to you them. and they said, "Hey Christian, uh, how would you like to write the uh, the next uh, Transformers film? Uh, we'll pay you a lot of money. It's going to be you know a subject that does not interest you, um, and uh, that that's it. Like that's the deal. The point being, you're going to have to like basically debase your artistic integrity." but you get in the door and you make a lot of money. Would you do it? Uh, yeah. And I'll tell you why. Hear me out. Okay. okay. Because Ken Marino just directed a film this weekend called like dog days or something with Vanessa Hudgens. Is now days spelled D A Z E. Yes, bro. <laughs> of course it is. My point is this. Do you love Ken Marino? Yes. Yeah. Does he follow you on Twitter? One of seven people? <laughs> yes. Okay. Like Ken Marino is the coolest motherfucker ever. And we respect him. People who know something about the industry. Right. Mm. So like he has to do garbage sometimes to do all the cool shit he wants to do. You know, and I feel the same way. Although if they gave me Transformers, I'd be like, it's my opportunity. It's a pay or play script, right? They're going to pay me to yeah. write it. So I'll just write the most fucking like. Um, there's no action set pieces. I, it's I've got to be forthcoming here, and I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm not followed by Ken Marino on Twitter. I'm followed by Ken M on Twitter. Who's Very Ken M? Different. I thought you oh said Ken Marino. Who is no, Ken M? Ken Who the M. fuck is Ken M? I don't care about a oh, Ken. Oh, you're derailing this whole conversation. Well, you know, you're derailing it by being incorrect. Uh, so. Well. Maybe be more correct in your okay, life. Wait, but are you gonna explain who Ken M is? By the way, I hate so that. So Ken thing. Ken M is <laughs> sorry. Ken M is probably the my favorite troll ever on the internet. He he's oh, this man. he's this comedian who poses as an old man who's constantly commenting on Yahoo articles, um, and it's like the funniest, <laughs> most willfully ignorant shit ever. I'm gonna send you a link. Check out Ken M. Uh, internet, but he's great. Anyways, back to what you were saying. So Ken Marino is doing dog days. I'm just saying that he's someone we like and he's doing shit so he can yeah. do other shit. And that's how I feel. I mean, I do the same thing. I would, I would just write a Transformers movie that had no action set pieces or a lot of philosophy. And they'd be they'd like, be if like, I had, well, probably never that. working in this town again. Well, they paid what, me. What, what if you, what if you got offered a season-long contract to work on the Big Bang Theory, and it took up Ugh. all of your time. 
My God. Uh, I would look at it as well. All right. So have you ever seen that experiment where they have little kids and they're like, hey, you can have a cookie right now. Or if you wait five minutes and we're going to leave the room, if you wait five minutes, you can have two cookies. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you could see the weak willed kids were like "Ah," doing it immediately. But then there was those other kids who understood. Right. That more is more. Ultimately. Yeah. I would look at it as like, yeah, I'm going to do this shit so I can do the thing I want to do. Big Bang Theory is fucking worse. I might kill myself. I might not make it through that season, but it's only nine months out of the year and then you're good. You know, I really just want to do my passion. But then like, honestly, as I get older though, I think more and more like, oh, it's only a year. You'll be good. But then I'm like, I only have so, so many of those left. And even though I'm only 28, I'm thinking like, man, like a year of, a year of my life. That's like, that's a decent percentage. Mm-hmm. Do I want to waste it doing Big Bang Theory? If it allowed you to do whatever you want. Like, listen, I just want to do my passion project, which I've talked about a little bit. I just want to make a third escape movie with, with Kurt Russell and Snake Plissken and call it Escape from Mars. So now, Smash Cut, we've colonized Mars. All right. That just mm-hmm. has to be established things. But he needs to break out of Mars because it's a prison colony. And I want to do that, but I can't do that if I don't get that Big Bang Theory money. If I don't get my foot in the door, how am I ever going to make Escape from Mars? And by the way, we got to cast Kurt Russell's son to be in that movie with him. It's going to be a, a son. What, what's his son's name? Dirt Russell? Why, no, Wyatt Russell? You've never seen him? He looks he, he no. looks just like him. He looks exactly like Kurt Russell. It's weird. He's on that uh, Lodge 49 show that's on AMC. Have you seen a preview? I'm of really it? disappointed that his name isn't Dirt, like D-U-R-T. <laughs> Dirt Russell featuring Dirt and Kurt Russell. He's like, why the <laughs> fuck does my son get first billing? I'm oh, Kurt this guy. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Oh, he was in playtests in Black yeah. Mirror, and yeah. oh, okay, okay. I didn't know Russell. that was Kurt Russell's son. He looks just like him. He sometimes. does. He's there. You see it, bro. It's <laughs> like, there. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a. He's got a cute Russellness. <laughs> it's like it's there. We can tell. It's it's visual. Oh man. Um. What was my point about that though? Yeah, escape from know. escape from Mars, and it's a father son dynamic, and he's got to meet his son. By the way, we kill Snake at the end. He's been around for too long. How did he escape from New York and L.A. And then he got to Mars, and he's going to escape from it? No, he's got to die. The journey's. Does too he much. get his head cut off? Well, I mean, I, I, guess, I guess I guess we could rewrite it because <laughs> he cut cut the head off a snake. <laughs> I know. Okay, just making sure everybody got that. Yeah, I mean, you got to throw it out there. <laughs> we should do a wrap-up podcast we're like all right we're gonna explain every joke we told guys and uh you know just really do you th- here's my question about this podcast christian because it's hard yeah. for me to know do you think sure. that our jokes are too insular like too uh uh insidey for yeah people they're only to like- they're only funny to us maybe no i don't think all of them are i think some of them are i think we're riding that line i think we gotta take this on the road we gotta go mm. out gotta like uh like, like johnny brockmeyer Oh, like Brockmeyer, sure. I was gonna say like Johnny Cash. What's that song where he's oh. been ever he's been ever everywhere, man? And just the like whole song is him naming song sing- where he sings about a fucking train, like every song he's ever written. No, this one's even lazier. This is a whole Johnny Cash song where he's like, <laughs> I'm in Oklahoma, da 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 da, and every fucking calling thing. you out, Johnny Cash. Like you know, you've been dead for a decade. Fuck you, man. It's lazy songwriting, and you know what? I've never thought I would have to have this conversation with you. Yeah, I mean, let's be let's be really real. Like the last ten years of his career, fifteen years, he was just doing covers. Yeah, and man. everybody loved it. They were good. They were great, but yeah. you know, but that's not like an honor thing to you. You're just like, I look, I'm fucking great. I'll just cover other motherfucker songs. Don't you want to get to that level? 
where you're like, like that's where Billy Joel thinks he's it, thinks he is. We talked about that, right? He just like yeah, we talked about that. I mean, if I was a musician, I would probably be able to relate to this more, but nah. Why haven't you wanted to learn to play anything? I do, but I don't have a sense of rhythm. Not with that attitude, you don't, you know? Like, there's a song on the last Jack White record where he's, like, really pretentiously talking about how he went into an abandoned home in Detroit, and he found a mm-hmm. piano, and he's like, as I put my, as a spoken word track, too, as I put my hand on the keys, I was trying to construct a chord, and I, I didn't even know what it was doing to me. Like, he's talking like that the whole time. And he could do it. Yeah. You're, you're white. He is, too. I mean, there's hope. <laughs> Why are you bringing my skin color into well, it? Well, just rhythm. You know, rhythm in general is a thing that I, I don't see a lot of great white dancers. You know what I mean? Am I wrong? Am we're, I not, wrong? we're not great at it, you know, but we're trying and that's what matters. You want, so in the, in you, you want a trophy. In the age of the, you know, Republicans, everyone gets a trophy, PC shit. You want a trophy? No. I don't want to, you know, I don't want a trophy. I'm not, I'm not doing the whole, uh, uh, you know, anti-objectivist thing here where I'm like, everybody gets a trophy. Everybody's great. You know, we all got to recognize ourselves. <laughs> Did you slip into Cleveland? Like, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, all this is today, we're getting <laughs> off here. Uh, I don't have a sense of rhythm. Uh, uh-huh. I know you think that that can be learned, but I don't know that it can. I, I, I've, you know, cause I've tried, I try, I, pl- I took a year of guitar lessons and all I could ever play was like Louie Louie. It's a good one. That's a, that's a good starter. I mean, it's a, it's a foundation. You Not know? the solo, by the way, just, oh, the, just the riff, just the main, yeah. the, the writing yeah. riff. Uh, that's not good. Well, play that's drums, bro. <laughs> play drums. Oh, instead. <laughs> play the rhythm, most rhythm based instrument there is. Um, I would love to. I would love to be a drummer because I love playing drums. Um, last time I played drums, I was really drunk at a mm. party New Year's and uh, I just got into Wait, a jam session. Is it your picture from the logo <laughs> is it when you're like with the drumstick? Yeah. yeah, that's me on New Year's. <laughs> there you go, New Year's. I thought I was doing great. I was playing like with this girl, Vanessa, and my friend Dima. And I just remember they kept like looking over at me like, um, hmm like this but at the time i took it as oh this guy's good and i didn't know it that's what yeah. i was thinking in my drunk brain but you, and know, you were you were so fucking back awful. to the footage yeah i was like yeah i was like i'm doing pretty good right now i'm a good drummer bringing this back slightly to evolution and sapiens and shit do you think that there were cocky and confidence filled homo sapiens like I, i'm just because you were drunk and you were confident and that's half the fucking battle right I'm just wondering if they were, when did confidence come into the evolutionary fucking gene? I mean, confidence, uh, I guess once we became self-aware, right? Well, I mean, no, we could have been self-aware. I mean, haven't humanoids been fucking around for a couple million years? Isn't that what the book said? Like three or four million years? Yeah. In some form. So they had to have, they had to be self-aware, right? Or do you think that we were all like fucking primates still? We were still like, we're... Do you think that chimps don't know that they exist? Like, surely they kind of get it a little bit, right? Do I exist? <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. It's a it's a lie. <laughs> I agree. A lie. Agreed exclusively, upon. yeah. Like, what are we talking about? I mean, I'm looking at you. I mean, come on, man. It what could if be a we're all in a simulation, bro? Oh, we both said simulation. Whoa. 
Listen, that's probably a good sign that we're in a simulation. Right, that's probably the ones well, and the zeros got crossed. The wires got crossed, and they're like, they're fucking trying to fix it. Um, okay, so if everything's a simulation, that means that we can create our own reality, or we can go back, or we could change shit. You know what I mean? Would you want that power? Would you want to wield the power like Thanos? I mean, can can, can an NPC in a video game change the reality of the game? No, what that's, if we're all just NPCs, bro. But we're talking. Right, like yeah, I get, NPCs I talk see, to each other. Yeah, but they don't. They say things that are on a script. Like where the fact that we're talking about a simulation would kind of negate the fact that, like, Bro, you wouldn't let people... We're on a script. What, so what it's if like we think. What if we think we're not reading lines, but we really are? What if they've already been written for us? Are you doing Westworld now? <laughs> Is that the Westworld line? I'm pretty sure that's the Westworld, man. I don't know. I feel like you're just quoting a lot of robot stuff. We all live in a loop sometimes. <laughs> I would have fucking take Bernard lines and uh, mash them up with CSI Miami cuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah! That'd be wonderful, man. I don't know. Uh, a weird thing. I'm just saying, sentience is a weird thing, right? Like... Mm. Yeah, fucking I, that was my my, my other big take. I know I'm rambling. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm really sad about this book. This book really fucked with my life because then you also find out that we just like well because we just kill animals. Like we killed animals without meaning to kill animals back in the day, but just our presence fucked with shit. Now we're actively trying to kill things, and it's just like how long until this is up? You know, and it just makes everything is dead but us, and then we die too. Well, the cannibalism is a very real reality. I'm trying to prepare myself for it now. You know, how, they say we taste like pig. Now? They say that we taste like pig. Like that's the closest thing to a human flesh. Yeah, so. the, um, I know they call it long pig, right? Is that what? Oh yeah, is that what's human, up? Human flesh is called like long pig. I'm sorry, I don't run in the weird fucking circles that you run in, where that's like shorthand for human flesh. I watch Hannibal. Uh, <laughs> I know some stuff. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's my point. So it's supposed to be very similar. So, you know, I'm just eating a lot of pork, hoping and waiting. You know, maybe it won't be that bad. <laughs> oh, you're preparing for the cannibal apocalypse, not by, like, you know, getting guns and weapons and, like, organizing supplies. A lot of bacon, bro. by, like, eating a lot of pork. To Sausage. Human meat you're going to be consuming in a few years. Pork chops. I wonder if we taste like pork chops or if we taste like... That's my thing. Do different parts of the pig what? taste different? Is that the whole deal? Is that how it works? You've eaten pig stuff before, right? Well, I guess, but I, like, I've, never, like, I've never thought about it long enough to be like, bacon is this part of it, and pork chops are this part of it, and sausage are this part of it. I've never thought about it long enough. So I guess I'm asking, is sausage a completely different part of the pig? Or, like, I don't well, know, sausage man. is a, a mixture of things ground up and then put in And the they put in the shell. Okay, yeah. right on. That's kind of nasty. So, and then bacon is just, uh, isn't that back fat or something? Back fat, yeah. See, that one I knew. And the pork chops, I assume, are... Or like the actual muscle the chops. tissue. Yeah, yeah the, the chops. chops you, know, you, the, you got you got the chops. Everybody got chops. Um, um yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying fucking pigs are weird and I'm, pre- I'm preparing by eating way too much bacon. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, I like wanna I, <laughs> You like bacon. <laughs> no, I was thinking about that today. It's like pigs have um because I've thought I've flirted with the idea of becoming a vegetarian. But then I got like really good at making steak. Like I, I'm not saying I perfected it, but like I can make like a restaurant quality steak. 
Um, and I'm pretty proud of that. And I put a lot of time into it. So it feels like that skill is wasted. If I suddenly become a vegetarian, it's like, what am I going to make? No, like you can cook it for other people. Yeah, you could listen, you go vegetarian. I'll go back to being vegetarian. I'm only a chicken eater now, man. I mean, for the most part, let's do it. Let's and do it. The pork. Well, <laughs> all right. You caught me. I have not been preparing <laughs> for cannibalism at all. I fucked up. I, you lied no, me. I lied this entire time. I'm sorry. You can't trust anything that's coming out of my mouth, man. Serial liar. That's what they mm. call me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they do call me that. I mean, I'm sorry to tell you. Who is this they? Who is this ubiquitous? Ubiqui- they. Oh, I can't talk. <laughs> ubiquitous. There you go. Yeah. Um, who they? You know the tastemakers, the 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 icons. <laughs> You know, you name it. <laughs> you're you're hanging out with a lot of tastemakers. Like well, you're around most of them. Most of them. Enough I mean, not of them all to of them. have. Oh, you're around most of them. Yeah, most. You're around but... them enough of them to like have them developing opinions about you, putting it out into the ether. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I mean, they're they're meeting up at like their Sunday brunches, and they're like, you know, Christian, and that's it. That's, that's, that's the beginning oh, and the end Christian. of it. Yeah, and then they're all like, <laughs> yeah. And they just drink some mimosas and they go on with their day. But everyone knows that I'm around. Like I'm, I'm there in spirit, you know. And that's how you know, the battle. I feel like any tastemaker probably is drinking a mimosa like most of the time. I mean, when did we fucking do that? How many fucking fucking like? All right, you know, <laughs> how many fuck ups in the the <laughs> mythology of of mixing juice with alcohol? Because there are some juices that don't mix well, you know, like Coke and rum is nice, right? But Sprite and rum is weird. It's trial and error, man. I mean, we did that back in our day. We made things like biscuits, beer and whiskey, misky, great. (laughs) Well, milk and whiskey was rough. I'm going to be honest. That was not a great, that was not one of our finest works. I could have told you that. And I remember being like, I could have told you this was going to be bad guys, but you were like, no, no, it's a misky. It's a misky. Well, we got really obsessed and also simultaneously very lazy with like, if you include anything, whatever yeah. the first year of that thing is, you just change it. And then it's uh, that and whiskey. Yeah. So because it's, well, cause it's, well, cute, cause it ends in isky. Can I say, do you remember a whiskey, which was water and whiskey, which some people would just say is whiskey, but yeah, water and whiskey I, was, that's how I take my whiskey. But I drink whiskey. <laughs> so you, you don't, you don't drink whiskey. You drink well whiskey is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, just admit it. To <laughs> be, be a man and admit your fucking faults here. All right. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but yo, so oh, no. Bisky, Whiskies, uh, there were other ones, I'm sure. Miskies. Uh, <laughs> you know, it would start off with, you know, drinking Smurfs, which we thought we were being clever. It's blue Gatorade and vodka. Yo, low-key, it tastes really good, though, right? Like, you can get really fucked up on those. They sneak up on you, Smurfs do. Like, like Smurfs do, you know, in real life. Yeah. They will sneak up on you. I hate vodka. Oh, it's the worst. It's potatoes, man. No one likes potatoes. What are we, Irish? You know? Well, shit, you are. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Russian, Irish. Uh, a Cossack. You're a Cossack, goddammit. Um, yeah, with the Green Monster, which was just green tea and more vodka. I mean, there was not a lot of creativity. I feel like you could only get vodka as a 17-year-old trying to drink all the time. Yeah, what was with that? We were always just getting vodka. Maybe it's cheap, or maybe every parent has like six things of vodka because nobody really likes vodka. And I think Pinnacle was coming out strong with like the whipped cream vodka. So everybody had vodka all the time. 
Well, yeah, that became a thing where it's like, get some orange vodka. And I'm like, what? No, like don't, it's two things that are already not great. I mean, oranges are fine, I guess. I don't know why I'm shitting on oranges. They're fine. They're one of the but, better. But to answer your question, where in the mixology did we figure out mimosas? Like, you know, I get fucked up about like, where in the mixology did we figure out how to build houses or how to construct things? Or Look, that. that seems natural to me. You need shelter. But the idea of like, let's put champagne, let's put giggle juice with some actual juice and see what happens. Like that's me- like, dude, for me, that's like moon landing, Australia, mimosa. Like it's as important as anything we've ever done as a species. The three, the three major human accomplishments, moon landing, Australia's and mimosas. Dude, the it's a perfect beverage. Question marks in human history. You can drink a mimosa any time of the day and you're being classy as fuck. It's the classiest way to get drunk, okay? If you drink wine at 10 a.m., you're an asshole. You drink a mimosa at 10 a.m., you're classy as fuck, you know? That's the difference. You gotta gotta walk a fine line. You're just doing brunch, even if it's by yourself. I only brunch by myself. (laughs) I don't brunch with anyone. What the fuck is brunch, by the way? I mean, it's pretty pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. What do you need me to explain brunch? The combination of breakfast and the concept of brunch. All right. Sometimes it's Saturday and you've been drinking a lot. This is some personal experience. And you don't wake up at eight to go get breakfast. You don't wake up at nine to get breakfast. You don't wake up at 10 to get breakfast. So what do you do? You wake up at 1230. You roll out of bed. You go get some (laughs) mimosa. I mean. I mean, that's what it's for. It's Sunday brunch is you got really fucked up the night before and you need to uh, go out there and, you know, fucking drink some more, obviously, but to do it classy and with breakfast food. That's Uh, it. That's the whole construct. I'm sure it was made for alcoholics. That's it. And honestly, let's just be real. Alcoholics have contributed so much to our fucking society. Like, I know they're killing themselves. Uh, Dan Harmon. I mean, he's one of them. (laughs) He's is that really the first thing that came to mind was Dan Harmon? Yeah. Well, she put me on the spot. I thought I was going to have more time to think of alcoholic defense <laughs> um, music, right? It wasn't like Beethoven always fucking drunk or something or Edgar Allan Poe. Well, Ed, Ed, you're being anti-deaf. That's hashtag deaf shaming. <laughs> uh, Edgar Allan Poe though. How about him? He was, he was found. He drank to death. Can't, okay. Well, here's a question. Do we owe uh, his artistic achievement to him being drunk, or was that was he really a great writer in spite of being drunk? Oh no, it was the other way around. He was an asshole. He had no creativity. Have you ever tried to talk to Edgar Allan Poe? He's a fucking bore, man. He's just yeah. a fucking bore. You can't even. You try to relate to him, and he's just like, no, I don't want to hear. He's an asshole. So, but when he's drinking, he is charming as fuck. He's like. Like five Everybody even loves him. He's yeah. like five foot two. Everybody's like swinging him around, putting him on their shoulders. Like, yay, dude! He, he is the life fucking story, party. and everybody gets scared. But then he does like a stand up routine. Well, he's got to soften it afterwards. He's like, yeah. all right, I know you're all dying of fucking fear. Let me just let me do a tight five really quick, and I'll get the fuck out of here. Back no, in but, the day, that was the only delivery system for like scary stuff. There were no horror movies. Like it's none. True. Zero. He just had to talk at parties. Like, <laughs> guys, what if there was a vampire outside and everybody went, ah! You think he was overinflated as a writer? I mean, he was just doing yes. shit with other people. Like, hey, don't answer that so quickly. No. All right, come on. No. Come on. 
No, I just, I just mean that like, you know, you're right back in the day. It's like, like, you know, Mary Shelley fucking writes uh, the, the modern Prometheus, right? She writes Frankenstein and everyone loses their goddamn shit. Like it's the scariest novel ever. It's not scary. I guess it's just, it was like one of the first, you know, major yeah. publications. Yeah, Mary Shelley just had an anti-science agenda and she was pushing it with her drivel. Oh, do you not like that book? It's real good, dude. It's anti-science. It's really so I don't like it on oh, that level. I mean, but things can be anti-science. I mean, fucking Moby Dick is like pro phrenology. All right. So I don't want to get too like wrapped up in the weeds of it. But that's my point. If you try to put anything from 200 years ago, put it under the microscope of today, it's all going to look pretty bad as we've talked about, you know, but Mary Shelley, man. What about the freeing of the slaves, Christian? Was that that's <laughs> I mean, well, depends on how you look at it, Max. I'm going to be on. No, God damn it. I'm not going to commit to that. Uh <laughs> I'm like genuinely scared for my soul right now. <laughs> All I'm saying is that President Johnson had a fucking rough time, okay? Like, he had a rough time. <laughs> is that all you're saying? Yeah, Lincoln fucking, he fucked it all up, man. That's all I'm trying to say. And he had a wicked beard, though. You know, what president do you think doesn't get enough credit? What president? Martin Van Buren. For Why? No reason. Just a good name. Three name president. Nobody nobody talks about him. He's got wicked hair. Have you ever seen he's got like uh sideburns? He was really oh, cool. I, I've seen. Yeah. I've seen yeah. I I mean you want to go through American presidents, it's like it's really hard for me because the first, you know, fifteen or so definitely owned slaves. I mean, that's not true. The first twenty or so probably owned slaves, right? Because just because that shit ended, all the fuckers were alive during the time of slavery. So that's that's rough for me. You talk about modern presidents, Harry Truman. Harry Truman, he's the man. But I think people now consider him great, right? Didn't he yeah. drop the bombs, though? Sure fucking did, and that's I'm, not great, but it's not he's great. Like American Hitler, man. You think he's American Hitler? Really? He, he dropped bombs on innocent civilians. Oh, no, it's terrible. Don't get me wrong. But he ended the war. Great. He ended the war. No, you know, the best, honestly, all right, let me take it all back. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter didn't fire a single fucking shot in his entire presidency. All right. And he gets blamed for like gas shortage and shit. And he was just a simple man planting his goddamn peanuts. And one day Jesus came to him and said, run for president. And he fucking did. When you, all right? when you said um, didn't fire, fire a single shot, I was just imagining in America. <laughs> like social media. decree was followed by a gunshot into the air. Like in the Oval Office, just ceiling falling down. Like, And nice. I decree that we are going to lower taxes by 2% annually. And I'm also going to make some uh, minor adjustments to the Fed. <laughs> it's an office pop that's all no dude I, I thought it was like no i thought you were gonna be like no shots fired he wasn't a slanderous president at all you know what i mean he didn't take one shot at a political opponent the entire time no legit he was a he was a peace president and he was great and people generally consider him bad but he's a peanut farmer man farming them peanuts i think he like single-handedly set up a, a clean water for like 60 million african kids too by doing like wells and shit like that. He's a great president. No one gives him credit, man. He's like 95 and he's still like doing Habitat for Humanity and like swinging a hammer. It's a badass. So, Why can't we all be that cool? I want to be Jimmy Carter cool. Because I don't have that president money. I got to work. He was a penniless peanut. Per, 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 he was provider. a penniless peanut. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yo, dude, you remember that time in the late 70s when we just, like, elected a peanut to office? That was weird, right? Nobody ever talks about it. I don't, I don't know. Like, we had a peanut president. It's fucking crazy. He had a monocle and everything. We never once fired a shot, though. Never once. <laughs> gotta give that peanut credit. <laughs> he got four years. You know, people say it like it's a bad thing, but I gotta give him credit. Four years is a lot for a peanut. That's a lot to endure. God damn you. <laughs> So